Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. So the four horses take to the skies, and you fly up and away from Caravel towards Vermilion. The flight to Vermilion from Caravel is rather short when you go by air. You aren't slowed by other people on the road. You don't have to worry about following the road. You can just fly straight. Knowing that it's going to be a short trip, is there any preparation people want to do before we get to the city? Nothing that... I wouldn't have done before I got like on my horse. Everything would be would have been ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing comes to mind. Oh, okay. good. I mean, still got this demigod in my head, but oh well. <laughs> we are where we are. <laughs> we are where we are indeed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure you all had a chance in controlled situations where you could do any final praying or bargaining or I don't know what you have, any final peaceful conversations. So once we get into the city, things may get a little bit uh, pressed for time. Who knows? Final question. As you approach the city, are you taking your horses back down to the road to approach on the, the actual like road in through the main gate? Or are you flying? We well, I, that's we don't have to go in through the main gate. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, are you approaching on that road? I think we approach on the road. Yeah, don't want to draw extra attention to us ourselves. We're probably by flying. not flying for the same reason, right? Not flying when? Are you saying we should fly when we get there? I think Vale was. I think, or I think Chris was saying no flying when yeah. you get close enough to the city. Okay, got you, got you. Sorry, do not I want was... to draw extra attention. I agree 100%. I was just having trouble processing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it's a few days later. You're all very well rested. The skies and the road have been fairly kind. You can certainly see people traveling underneath you as you fly through the air. But approaching the city, you come back down to the ground in an attempt to draw as little attention to yourselves as possible. Approaching the capital city of Vermilion. The scene is not quite what you'd expect. Yes, the ringed city still stands as it always has. Yes, the homes and businesses along the outer wall still appear to be in use. 
but the decorations, the music, and just the energy all reveal a city ready to burst in celebration. It feels like the same energy just before the New Year's and Godless Week parties, but this is not that. The main gates of the city remain open, as they always do during peaceful times. They are a pair of massive stone doors that, when closed, depict a pair of hands clasping one another. Even outside the city, everyone seems filled with excitement. And as you get closer to the gate, you can see more people heading in with both party supplies and just normal travelers entering in. And as you approach, how would you like to go about entering the city? Uh, so Scott, I had asked you a while ago yeah. if there was a like secret Assassin's Guild way into the city that Vale would know about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If there is, that is exactly how Vale would suggest we go about getting into the city because it would continue to keep our... Uh, our approach secret for as long as possible. Yes, I believe we did talk about this. And the answer is, of course, all sorts of people have all sorts of secret means of travel. Uh, let's see, where is it? There it is. Get my map of the city. So yes, we had definitely discussed, does the denouement have a way to get in and out of the city without going through the main gates? Yes. Along the outside wall of the city, there are a number of buildings. These are places where people can leave mounts. These are traveling merchants, traveling performers. These are the very, very poor people who cannot afford to live within the city itself, which is certainly saying something because the outer boroughs of all 36 areas are like definitely not financially stable. So to be too poor for even that, saying something and Vale, you're aware that there that there are a pair of not guild houses but there are a pair of properties that the guild maintains that can be used to enter into the city you're approaching the city from like the southwest and there's one along the eastern side of the wall and there's one on the northwestern side of the wall this denouement house on the east side that is on the outside of the Orc Borough, and on the northwest side, it's on the outside of the Constructs Borough. As you all may remember, both characters and players, the city is split up into 36 boroughs in a circular pattern, like spokes. Mm-hmm. And each one is sort of dedicated to a different god. And then there's the one sort of like the godless sector that is where people enter in through. And not to say like profane or heretical, it's just this area is not dedicated to a god, just like the first week of the year is not. Um, so yeah, you've got your choice there. You can either try to enter in through the northwest on the construct side, or the east on the orc side. I don't know, people, what are your thoughts? I no preference. Alright, well we haven't interacted with the orcs much, let's go the orc route. Hey, I speak orcish. Good. <laughs> Smart. Um, so everybody remembers both constructs and orcs are affected by the weathering. That is correct. So you travel east around the outside of the city, and it is a short time later that Vale is able to pick out this house. Um, have you used this before? Have you gone through the wall? Oh, uh, yeah. Using this, this is 
probably the primary way most assassins go move about in or out of the city is through one of them. So I know I've definitely used this one at least a few times, probably. Cool. Okay. Are you just going to leave your mounts outside of this house for now? Mm, Yeah, for now. Approaching the house, you are met by Arlia. A-R-L-I-Y-A. Arlia. She's on the younger side for an assassin, probably in her teens. Probably not one who has carried out many assassinations herself. But she is in charge of keeping an eye on this building and uh, making sure that those who come in and those who come out have permission to do so. She's got messy, dirty blonde hair. She's wearing dark cloak. Doesn't look like much in the way of armor, but you can you can rest assured she's got a blade or two on her somewhere. Oh, hey, folks. Uh, if you want the stables, they're just around the way there near the front. Uh, she's indicating like the stables of this property, right? No, no, no. She's indicating like the stables that normal travelers come in through. Got Since it. you have okay. not identified yourselves as guild yeah, yeah. members, she's just, nope, folks, you're in the wrong place. Just move it along. Move yes. along. And as she uh, says that, Vale does two things. Vale takes a, a kind of casual brush of of their hood to pull it back and reveal that they're a changeling that also would like drop their sleeve down enough to show their gauntlet. And then would say like in some like classic spy craft uh, type would say our horses are too good for the stables for they dine only on woven hay, which is like a triggering it's like a triggering <laughs> phrase to indicate that they're that they're guild members. Woven hay. I'm making this shit up off the top of my head. Wow. I know. I, I should have pre-written it. I should have pre-written it months ago when I thought of this idea. I, I I appreciate you putting forth the effort. It's a it's very good. It's very good. I'm not laughing because it's bad. I'm just like. Mm. Gosh. See, now I have to make up a response on the spot, too. See? <laughs> Hate your face. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> I'm afraid we're short on woven hay. Would perchance cheese do? Which is the correct response. I have. Yes. <laughs> with that, Vale will approach with their offhand, right? Because they lost their right. <laughs> but present it in the same sort of like handshake that a guild member would make, just with the left. Like... Mm-hmm. And say, uh, I'm glad things haven't changed so much that, that we're finding difficulty passing through. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, some things have to stay the same. Those are some cool horses. Fuck, can I ride one? Uh, if you, you know, tell you what, if you promise to keep an eye on them while we're in town, you can take them out for a draw ride all you want. Just only ride the black one. Is your horse the only black one? I, I do not uh, recall. Well, and I would indicate my horse, too. Like, only oh, ride okay. that one. <sighs> What's their name? Uh, Shadow Mare. She whistles and calls to Shadow Mare as she, like, runs over and begins just, like, petting your horse. Like, talking to your horse. Not, not like, speaking to the horse, but just, you know, like, ah, oh, who's a good horse? It's like, nice wings you got there. She, like, runs her hands along the wings. Oh, hell yeah. Ride me a flying horse. It's way better than watching this house. Just uh, don't don't ignore your duties so much you get in trouble, okay, kid? Hey, <laughs> hey I know how to look after a house. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, y'all been in the capital recently? 
It's been quite some time since I've been through. That was the next question I was going to ask you, is if there was anything we should know <laughs> before yeah. we pass through. Well, you all should know that this passage still leads right to the orc burrows and it like, and that burrow and a bunch of the other ones have been declared off limits. If the guards catch you there, they will arrest you or worse. All right. Is the same true for the other entrance? Yes. Okay. Do you know if there's a preferred route that we've been using through the burrow? I don't go in and out very much. Most people just stick to the shadows and try to stay out of the guards' ways if they come by. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Do you need anything from us to, uh, to help you with the horses before we leave? And if y'all have any horse food. Did we, uh, did we get any horse food? I didn't get any horse food. I, she's got some, but you know, if you've yeah. got some of your own supplies, that doesn't drain hers. We don't have any, but we can leave you some coin in case you need uh, to get some. Mm -hmm. How much are you leaving then? They'll already spent all of their own money. Just give me oh, yeah. a number Just... and I'll subtract it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Gold is not something I truck in. I don't know how much is too much or not enough. I hey, kid, drop her five gold. How much does horse food cost? Well, since, you know, since you're good people and all, just a couple of gold to do. Cool. So as Vale said, I, no, I'll chip her five. Be like, keep them all well fed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got plenty of gold. I can give some to the person running the stable. Okay. So yeah, again, Arlia has warned you that the orc burrows, just like the construct burrows, are considered off limits. In fact, she will tell you the same is true for a number of burrows, which as she starts listing them off, you come to realize these are all the burrows that are dedicated to gods affected by the withering or the people of the gods affected by the withering. Yeah, no, you've seen Gosrim. You know the gods get affected too. So, yeah. Which effectively shuts down like almost half the city. Just something to be mindful of. It does mean less regular foot traffic, but it means if you get caught there, you're in trouble. So, who's ready to go into Vermilion? Uh, Yolana will be ready once she takes a moment to. <laughs> center her mind and use her psychic discipline to give herself proficiency in stealth. Okay. And then Elena's right. How long does that take? It's a bonus action. Like no time at all. Okay. <laughs> She's literally just like takes a breath and is like, okay, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Literally a moment. <laughs> so you head inside this old house and when you first enter it, all signs point to this just being like a ramshackle of a house. There's no comfort here. The elements are certainly blowing in through the, through the windows and the doors when there's a storm. Nothing here is new. There's no like good smell coming from the kitchen. This, of course, is, well, it's partially, you know, just actually what it is and also just a front to keep people's uh, suspicions low in case they wander by, wander in. But Vale, you head over to a secret passage in the floor that opens up and leads you down into a basement which connects to the passage in through the wall. And it is a long and very dark tunnel. Sam and Carolina. No, Carolina is a little bit smaller than Sam. Sam probably has the most trouble maneuvering through. But actually, Vale, is yes. this passageway just big enough for a single person, like a single single person file line? Yeah, or definitely. Is it, 
it's not intended. None of our like assassin passages really are intended for like mass exodus. It's it was made to get singles or doubles in and out easily as opposed to like getting a lot of people out quickly. Okay. I just want to make sure any limitations or things like that are on the guild side and not me just saying that it's tiny. Cool. You make your way through this passage. It is small. It's confined. It is very dark. It takes several minutes to get through before you emerge in the basement of a very similar building on the inside of the city. Making your way up to the ground floor, this place is in even worse condition. Nobody stays here. There is no food in this house. One of the walls around the window has been kind of broken down. If anybody were to see it, this would just like an old abandoned house. And here, in this part of the city at least, it is quiet. So when we all kind of get out and are in the house, Bill's then going to point to the group, put, put to the group the idea of, well, so we can try and keep moving into the city and then get to the city guild hall, which some of you know where that is. And then from there, formulate our plan. We could make our plan here, go straight from here to that. My suggestion would be that the guild hall may have information and reconnaissance for us that could help us. But the ultimate question is, do you want to go now or should we wait until we have the cover of darkness to help us? Dark. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> it is. It is almost literally on the opposite side of the city from where you're at now. Yeah, so cover of darkness is going to be helpful. Dark. Okay, so does that mean you're just hanging out here in this abandoned old house till nighttime? Pretty much. Okay. Everybody make me a perception roll. Ooh, a roll. I know, I'm going to be crazy here. Gotta get you guys into trouble, you've been too comfortable for too long. Too comfortable? Way too comfortable. Oh, neither of these are good rolls. It's okay, I got you. I'm glad someone's got me because I don't have myself, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> Let's start at the bottom of the list here. Aranus. I, I got a 22. Good. <laughs> Darvin. 19. Very nice. Vale. Four. And Iolana. 14. Okay. In which case, Vale, I'm sorry to say, you're not going to notice any of this stuff right away. It's okay. Iolana, Darvin, and Aranus. You all can hear the definite, definite sound of guards making their way through this area on a sweep. And Darvin and Aranis, you two specifically, you can hear and then see that it's not just a sweep. They are actively pursuing this small group of humans and halflings who have been hiding out in here or passing through, and they are going to go arrest some people. Uh, those people are trying to be quiet, but they are, they're not, they're not great at it. You know, most people, not all that stealthy. Would you like to do anything? Does it sound like they may be drawing, I mean, attention away from us? Um, and I realized there was no attention on us that we mm -hmm. know of. So that may be slightly misworded, but. Right, right. I, I think I get what you're saying. This group of humans and halflings, they are not headed in your direction. They are passing through. They are trying to quietly make their way in between buildings and some rubble. But unfortunately, you know, they are kicking stones. They are kicking gravel. Someone pushes a door and there's a loud creak. And those guards start heading in their direction. And it looks like they're just, you know, a few houses down the way. It could also be a useful diversion, right? 
For diversion's only necessary if we're trying to leave right now. Right. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. We weren't. Never mind. So is the response then to do nothing? From Yolana. Well, I mean, Arnis really wants to do something, but knows that if we like fuck it up and get caught right now, then we can't do the other bigger, more important thing. So he's gonna like grudgingly give Vale the look like, I know, I know, don't go help them. Okay. (laughs) As the guards take sight of this group of people, as the guards get sight of these people trespassing in the orc burrows, they call out for them to stop what they're doing and to hold still. A couple of them do stop and like show that they don't have any weapons in hands, like put them out to the side, like, hey, you know, not armed. Hey, we're, we're just looking for the way out. We got a little lost. Meanwhile, a pair of them start running away, and one of the guards chases them down and tackles them. The ones who put their hands up in an attempt to show that they weren't doing any harm, the other guard walks right up to him, hits him in the stomach, knocks him down to the ground, and starts tying them up. Like These people are all getting arrested, and these guards are not being nice about it. Y'all should know better. No trespassing here in the orc burrows. You're looking for a place to sleep, looking for a place to stay. There's plenty of other areas. Get you back to the human burrows where you belong. Get you back to the halfling burrows where you belong. And they are roughing these people up and uh, tying them up. Uh, And yeah, still nothing. (laughs) (laughs) This was always the plan, even before the world went to shit the way it has. (laughs) (laughs) But um. It's even harder to sit through now feels, than it would have been four weeks ago. <laughs> feels even more prescient. Right? How many guards are there? Two. Mm, we could take these like, guys. There's like five <laughs> of these people who are trying to make their way through. We could, but then it would draw attention. Yeah, that's my, that's, that's my problem, right? Like, we're already here to do something... Mm-hmm. Big and stupid. Like, I feel like doing something small and stupid is a bad idea, but if, those people, I want to help them. If we do what we're here to do, we'll help more people than that, right? True. Theoretically. Well, uh, let me just say that Carolina also sees this, and she is doing that very cat-like thing where you see her hunkering down and you see her legs like back and forth a little bit like she's getting ready to go pounce on some fools unless somebody stops her because she knows like vaguely what you're here to do but she's also a person of action um i put my i put my hand on her shoulder Mm -hmm. um just like i i know what you want to do i want to do it too we can't make any waves Uh, roll persuasion good thing i'm the one that reached out to her if anybody would like to assist, you may. Nobody. I'm on my own. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, I might do you more harm than good. Uh, I don't think that's possible because <laughs> I just rolled real shitty. So. Did you crit fail? No. Okay, then. Okay. I would like to assist to try and help Baroness out. Okay. Darwin, you can see that Caroline is not being swayed by one person's actions. I mean, right. my my... My bonus is real high, so it's still a 16, but I rolled okay. a 3. 
Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darvin, what would you like to say before Carolina pounces off? Um, just think about what Arnas has said. He's right. We don't want to make a lot of noise. She says, oh, I'll be quiet. <laughs> but Darvin, go ahead and roll your persuasion as well. I got a 21. Oh, oh. thank God. <laughs> thank you. Apparently, Darwin persuades this evening. I have a plus three now. I don't know when that happened. <laughs> Look at you. Right? Uh-huh. 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 21 is, very, is, is much better. Much, much better. Carolina says, so we're just supposed to let those people get taken? Okay, we don't kill the guards, but... <sighs> All right. And yeah, those guards march those five people away in a very rough manner. They're like shoving them and jabbing them with like the butts of their weapons. And we wait until when? Until nightfall. As night falls, can everyone give me another perception roll? Man, Vale is rolling like crap tonight. Let's start at the top this time. Iolana. Mm-hmm. 19. Nice. Vale. Four. Mm. Vale's got those blinders on. Darvin. Also four. Arnis. I crit. <laughs> <laughs> Comes to a 26. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad we've got the Ilana and Arnis succeeding here in very good fashion. As night falls and you move to make your way out of this house. As you get ready to move out and into the city at large, Iolana and Arnis, you hear the sound of some small rocks tumbling and settling, and then you hear a whimper, as if from a person, in a nearby house, near a nearby house. And what do you want to do? Iolana's going to ignore it. The whole goal is to get through here unseen and unnoticed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arnis is going to at least point the noise out to Vale. Mm-hmm. And just, just like under any cer- other circumstances, I would be pointing it out so we could go help them. But in this case, Arnis is going to point it out to them so that they know, hey, there's somebody over there. <sighs> the question is, do you go, we haven't rolled a stealth check yet, so we don't know if they know if we're here. You've all just been sitting in a house. Yeah. Unless you've been shouting, people don't know you're there. So we haven't left yet. Yeah, this is like as you're moving to get out and like... As you're getting to the door to leave and like you open up and like take that first step out, you hear a little click clack. Oh, <laughs> this is really hard because there's a lot that, to juggle in this moment. Because if we're made, we're potentially boned. But if they have already know that we're here, then it's better to go in there, help them and convince them to not say anything. Right. What do you think, people? I don't honestly know. I mean... It's not like we're technically committed to either one right now. You, it might be the best idea to just like try to kind of sneak by them, but then if they notice, then convince them like, hey, that's okay. true, right? So like, one option doesn't close if you choose the other one. Yeah, it's true. Okay, then that's the plan. Okay, in that case, everybody go ahead and uh, roll some stealth. Oh. Just kill me. Just do it. Do it now. Make it quick. Nothing is threatening your life as you try to quietly leave this abandoned house. 
Thank God for reliable talent. I never roll well on stealth rolls, though. You know this. Like, never. Ever. It it can happen. It can happen. Don't forget, you do have a uh, inspiration right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anytime somebody wants to use inspiration, just say so. And you've got inspiration. Do I have to call that before I roll the first die? (laughs) Or Um, I call it if I roll something real shitty? I'm going to say, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what the rule is off the top of my head, but until I've told you whether or not you've passed or failed, you can definitely use it. They're going to be more important roles. Yeah, I'm feeling that this was not great, but it's not, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not. I didn't roll great either, and I don't have inspiration. <sighs> well, we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's start in the middle this time then. Darvin. I got a 13. Mm. Arnis. 12. Vale? 25. Ilana? 18. No surprises here. The assassins are stealthy. What? No. Well, the assassin and the inquisitor. Carolina is exceptionally quiet. She says she's part like cat. a cat. <laughs> yes. Cat like. With her cat like reflexes and stealth, you don't hear a peep from her. Sam is, a, is not quite as good as she is. But he manages to stay quiet enough. Darwin and Aranis, though, not quite so hot. Not quite so hot. I don't know if it's an item jangling on your pack or if it's a bit of rubble that you kick, but you both make a little sound. You hear the voice call out in a very childlike voice. Hello? Is someone there? And they haven't seen you yet, but they've heard you. I, I don't know. I look to the assassins. What do I do? <laughs> like just with a shrug of like, what? Keep going. Are you in there? Like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, fran- like gesticulating frantically with making no noise. Oh, this is completely silent, spazzing gestures. <laughs> Pretty much. What do you want to do right now? Well, I mean, you know that my instinct is always to help people. So I'm actively fighting that right now because I know that we've got bigger fish. So. Yeah, I, my instinct is probably a little bit less to help people than Arnis's is. But mm-hmm. either way, I'm actively fighting it because bigger fish. Well, then with that, Vale's going to give everybody the keep moving gesture. Okay. Okay. In which case, as you make your way through the area, well... There are a couple of different options here. You can head further in through the central and the inner boroughs of, sorry, the central and the inner districts of the orc boroughs, or you can try to head out to one of the adjoining boroughs. To your left is the borough of Sky, honoring Favon, and to your right is the borough of the lizard folk, honoring Ched. These are um, not necessarily inhabited solely by the people for whom uh like the like just because it's the lizard folk borough doesn't mean only lizard folk live there it means that borough is dedicated to chet to the lizard folk and there's a bit more of just like that flair everywhere remind me if you will are the lizard folk uh are they afflicted with the weathering they are not so either is a better option than moving through here i guess it's a double-edged sword right because moving through here we only have to avoid guard patrols it's true. Mm-hmm. At some so, point, you're going to have to leave this burrow. Yeah. 
It's just a matter of how many other burrows you want to go through. I think the idea is to keep the number of burrows down, right? Yeah. So maybe better to move up this burrow because then we can move what closer to the center, right? And then getting into the burrows we need to get into is easier. Is that my understanding correct there? It is a more direct path. Yeah. As you head towards the center of the city, you also head towards the palace. Which we definitely um, want to avoid. There is the palace in the very center of the city, and it is walled off from the rest of the city. And the area immediately outside of that wall is called the Grand Passage. It is this huge ring that encircles the palace, and it connects to every other borough in the city. Whether or not those doors are open and free to travel through, you know, it all just depends. But if you want to enter into that Grand Passage, you will be just outside of the palace. It is the shortest, it is the most direct route passing through the fewest number of burrows, it just also puts you closest to danger. I think that's probably our best bet. Yeah, seems like it. Okay. Okay. As you move from the outer to the central orc burrow, there's a definite increase in quality. The central districts of the burrows are known to be filled with the merchants and the middle class, the arts, things of that nature. Not like the Met. You'd have to go to the inner districts for that. You know, if you just want to go catch some theater, you just want to go catch a show, you want to go catch a band, usually the central districts of these boroughs, where it's at. And just like the outer district, this central district is abandoned. You might be able to find more supplies here if you went looking, but if you just want to keep moving, everybody roll stealth again. Vale. Vale's going to have a 27. Mm. Aranus. 14. Iolana. 26. Darvin. 17. Mm-hmm. Well, Arnis, your, your lack of stealth is uh, not coming in handy right now. As you're making your way through this borough, through the central district of the Orc borough, Arnis, you accidentally knock like a small little vase off of a window shelf. There's a crash as it cracks open on the ground, and you hear a guard from somewhere else in this area stop turn. Who's there? You hear a pair of footsteps heading your way. This is where Yolanda's going to come in handy. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. Can I see the guard yet? You will be able to soon. Okay. What I'd like to do is I'd like to use my delusion psychic talent. So like, are we, can we put ourselves in a place where like when he looks down this alley, he's not going to be able to see us? Potentially. Because my thought is like delusion allows me to create. Uh, essentially, it's like an uh, like it's like kind of like minor illusion, right? Where I can plant a false belief in the mind of one creature. So I could. The intention was to like make him believe that he sees cat running the opposite direction that we are currently like in, right? So it's the classic like the kids running that way, but it's not really the kid running that way. It's me standing here telling you the kids running. Okay, let me read this here real quick. As an action, you plant a false belief in the mind of a creature you can see within 60 feet of you. You create a sound or an image. Oh, it can't or the target move. of the talent perceives the sound or image you create. If you create a sound, volume can range from a whisper to a scream. It could be your voice, someone else's voice, creatures, or a musical instrument, and really the other sound you pick. It lasts for up to a minute. Sorry, no, it lasts for a minute. If you, create an, object, it must, saw that. If you create an object, it must fit within a five-foot cube and can't move or be reflective. Yeah, so never mind. The image can't create any effect that influences a sense other than sight. The image lasts for one minute, and it disappears if the creature touches it. So you could make an image of a cat, 
It just wouldn't move. There's too many of us for me to make us invisible. Um, okay. Then it's going to be... Uh... All right. Wait, 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 think. wait. Somebody else have an idea. I, yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh. Yeah. I feel like this might be the same thing. Oh, it just says object. So I have minor illusion as a can. That ain't mm. it. That ain't gonna. How big can it be? Let's see. If you create an image of an object such as a chair, muddy footprints, or a small chest, it can be no larger than a five foot cube. Can't create sound, light, smell, or uh, any other sensory effect. So it sounds very similar. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. I just wasn't sure, which is why I didn't want you to move on before I had a chance to read it. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of weird stuff. Stop, stop, stop. Cards are coming. Stop, stop, stop. Trouble's coming. Okay. I got two more options here, people. Either we could try and get into a building, which is going to potentially cause a lot more noise, or... Or Veil could throw up their darkness and we can hide literally in darkness. But it's magical darkness that's so going to draw its own attention. Sorry, it's magical darkness, so what? It's going to obviously draw its own attention, just a 15-foot ah. <laughs> radius sphere of magical darkness. Got you. But if we're hiding in it, Veil can attack from it and just, like, seriously, ridiculously mess some dudes up. <laughs> yeah, if the guard is... If the guards are too dumb to know it's magical, they'll at least know it's suspicious because it will be darker than anything else around. But I feel like that's probably our best bet right now because we can all either hide in it or on the opposite side of it. Yeah. Um, I would be the only one who would be able to see through it, in it, and out of it, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because that's how magical darkness works. Because it is very, very dark. I got you. Um, if everybody's okay with that, let's do it. Yeah, it's the I best don't have plan. a better idea. I'm gonna say I have the ability to cast, mm, but you've to got cast the to cast it on one person. Well, yeah, but if everybody else hides around a corner, and I like trying to be a cat or something. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Then they blame the sound mm-hmm. on the cat, and they go, "Oh, it's just a fucking cat," and they don't do anything. Yeah, that is that's not a bad idea either. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. probably the best, the better idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea, too. I think Carolina will like you even more if she sees you in a cat form. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like I haven't done it before. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the plan. We're all going to try and quietly backtrack, I guess. And we'll go with the cat ploy. All right, Aranis. Um, Turning yourself into a cat, eh? Yup. What does your cat form look like? Oh. I can't even remember what it looked like the last time, but it would be basically an orange tabby last time. It, yeah, I think so. I think it would be it would be basically the same. like, and ultimately that would be the same as the cat I got forcibly turned into, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because like that's my kind of reference, right? So okay. yeah, and the idea here is to keep going from the like direction we were going, like toward where the guards are, and then basically mm-hmm. like play cute kitty for a minute and how long does this spell last oh that's a good it's like question. an hour i think uh yeah it's something like cuckoo i feel like hang on yeah i think it's pretty long i just want to make sure up to an hour okay damn so arnis turns himself into a cat everybody else just kind of stay and put staying quiet finding someplace to hide behind yes. we're in hiding around a corner <laughs> so 
while Cat Arnis moves towards these guards, everybody else looks for a place to hide real quick. Everybody else go ahead and roll stealth again. And Arnis, as you come around the corner, you see these pair of guards. They're in a little bit nicer uniform than the last pair that you saw. That's, it's a little cleaner. Weapons look a little bit newer. And they see you and they're like, oh, it's a cat. Oh, here, kitty, kitty. Come here, kitty. And so, one of them like reaches into a pocket to pull out like a little bit of like jerky or something, like pulled so, it forward. So I don't go over to them. Instead, what I do is I like roll onto my back and give them what I call the fuzzy tummy trap. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? These guards are going to go pet a cat. Are you? Yes. Absolutely. No one can resist that belly. Oh, the, the fuzzy, the soft fuzzy cat belly. Oh, come on! <laughs> the guard keeps a little piece of jerky out, like with one hand, puts their hand, like their other hand, under their armpit, like pulls their glove off, and like slowly walks up towards you, and like holds the food out with one hand, like reaches the the bare hand forward with the other to like pet you on the belly. Uh, let's look at these stealth rolls real quick. Darvin, twenty-two. Oh yeah, Ilana. You want to crit for a total of 27. Okay. And Vale. Has a reliable talent, so that's a 25. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love when you roll a 4 and you still end up with a 25. Reliable talent is busted. Booyah. Sam and Carolina quickly and quietly join you. While these guards are distracted and one of them reaches out to pet Arnis on the belly. How does Arnis the human feel about the belly rubs so so what what arnis does is what every cat does with the fuzzy tummy trap look at my fuzzy tummy aren't i cute i bite you (laughs) like i'm not okay so my intention is not to do damage right it's not like an attack well i guess it is an attack technically but like i'm not attempting to damage them i'm just like attempting to tell them i'm i'm not a house cat maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay does this guard get any good like pet in or is like as soon as the hand touches fur just so they get like i I do like a bat of the paw first the Mm -hmm. the like half-hearted kind of like don't touch my tummy Mm -hmm. and then they get a couple belly rubs in before i go like He drops the food next to you as he's pulling his hand back, just like, ah, mm. looks out. Ah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Mm. This thing like sucks on the wound a little bit. It's just like a little red mark. Stands up, shoulders the other guard. George, you pet the cat. I don't know. But he reaches down anyways. He's like going to go for a head pat first. Going to let him pet you in the head. I give him a little like bat with the paw. I haven't moved, by the way. Like, no, I, I'm I, still, I'm still in fuzzy tummy trap <laughs> position. <laughs> I give him a little like bat, like mm-hmm. my head pulls back. They look at each other. They just jokingly say, "Oh, well, you know, trespassing is trespassing. We should probably take care of this cat." And they like reach down, like, not like take care of this cat. They're not going to kill the cat, but they're just like, "Look at this cute cat." Technically, we can take this cat into custody. It's nobody's cat. We'll just. Yeah, we gotta have a house cat now. We can be a guard guard house cat. And they're like reaching down and they they're gonna come they're gonna pick you up. They then I actively like 
bite and scratch them. Well, let's I don't know find the, out then, Arnis. I don't know what the stats are for a cat, but I'm like, going to find a cat right now. A CR0 cat. <laughs> yep. I, you, you, that it's not going to be in whatever. Go ahead and make an attack roll then. You are I, a plus zero to hit. Well, I got a 19. <laughs> Somebody wants me to succeed. <laughs> that guard didn't put his glove back on because he's an idiot and you're just a cat. You scratch him right across the hand for a point of damage, drawing blood, and he goes from like playful to upset. The other guard, George, is just like, that's what you get for reaching for the face. And he like goes from behind to like grab you by the scruff. Uh, Damn it. He's going to try to grapple you. Damn. Make a dexterity or a strength saving throw to not be picked up by the guard. Well, I'm guessing that the cat's dex, dex. is better yeah. than strength. Way better. Right? <laughs> a cat's strength is three. Not plus three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like actively like now kind of like making angry cat noises. Mm -hmm. So like hissing and and like and that like (laughs) 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 cats make when they're angry. Uh, You know, a cat's dexterity is 15. So you have a plus two. Cool. That brings my total to a 19. (laughs) Really? I rolled a 17. Uh, let's see if this guard catches you or not. I don't want to go. <laughs> Take a hint. This guy. Uh, damn you it. You may be quick, but this guard rolled in 18 on the die. <laughs> God damn it. I make a really loud yowling sound. Uh, and grabs you by the scruff of the neck as you're like twisting to get out of his grasp. I'm like, we'll just have to keep him inside for a little bit. Get him trained up. God damn it. We all can hear this, right? Oh, absolutely. This guard's picking up Arnis <laughs> by the scruff of the neck. And Please, somebody come out. They are walking out with Arnis. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> somebody say I'm your cat. Please. <laughs> no, we're going to have to kill these fools. Um, so, seeing how this has not worked at all, Bale's going to... What? It was such a good idea. It was, it was a great a idea. idea. It was very fun. I mean, I had it to put all, some danger into it. it very almost nice. Worked. Almost, almost got away with it. Um, so close. Phil's gonna pop out and fire their new hand crossbow at the guard who's got Arnis. You just lean out and take a shot at this guard. Um, before we do that, can I have everybody roll initiative? Yes. This will be really quick, most likely. But yeah. Oh, I'm still a cat, so I don't know what my initiative bonus is. Plus two. Yeah. Uh, one of these guards crit on their initiative, so as soon as there's danger, unless he dead, <laughs> he's gonna know. <laughs> All right. Vale, since you're gonna be acting first, let's go ahead and get your initiative. It's a 16. Pres- presumably acting first. 16. Ilana? Uh, is a six. Ooh, Darvin? I got an eight. <laughs> And Cat Aranus. Ten. Okay. Well, even though this one guard crit, he doesn't know that there's about to be a fight or that he might get shot in the back. So Vale, one of these guards, has Aranus by the scruff. 
The other one is putting a glove on, like shaking the hand out a little bit. They're headed down the street. They're going to leave. What do you do? Question. Mm-hmm. Will I be getting my assassinate on this? What are the requirements for assassinate? Let me just read it. Uh, mm. You are at your deadliest when you get the drop on your enemies. You have advantage on any attack rolls against a creature that hasn't had a turn in combat this round. In addition, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Um, well, one of them has already had a turn, even though he didn't know this was combat. Um, but you are hidden, so you would have the advantage from stealth anyways. And they would be surprised because they just thought this was a cat making noise. So, okay. yes. So... I'm going to roll my attack with advantage. Mm -hmm. Which one are you targeting? The one who's got Arnis. Okay, cool. (laughs) Well, and here's the really sad part. I get a crit anyway, and I rolled a crit. (laughs) That's not sad. (laughs) So that's going to be 12 D6s. Um, You're going to kill him. Yeah. (laughs) He's... (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not funny. It's not, but it is kind of funny. He he is in no way capable. Well, I don't know. You could roll all once, roll your damage, but more than likely, this is just a dead guy. Okay. Rolling now. It's a lot of dice. It's Mm -hmm. a good sound. Math. 47 damage. That's so much. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Vale, where do you shoot this man who's holding Cat Arnis? He's turned his back to us, right? Oh, yeah. They're walking yeah. away. I just get him, like, right in the back of the neck at the base of the spine and the skull. <sighs> There's just a very silent thump as this crossbow bolt hits him in the back of the head. And he crumples, dropping Arnis, or releasing Arnis, I should say. Arnis. Uh, I mean, it's not your turn, but do you just drop down to the ground or what? So the second Arnis's little like cat feet hit the ground, he drops the polymorph (laughs) and like upstands this like six foot tall dude (laughs) where the cat used to be. (laughs) And I just wave at the other guard. (laughs) Uh, This other guard is... (laughs) For one, next. Eh. Two, did not see that crossbow bolt and just assumes this cat <laughs> magically murdered a guy nice. before turning into a person. <laughs> so he's going to very quickly pull out his sword and slash at you. you just killed his friend. Frank's dead on the ground. Yep. Look what you did to Frank. Yep. It's going to make a couple sword swipes at you. Cool. Ooh, those are bad rolls. That is a, a 10 and 11. He's fumbling with the sword in the scabbard, just like trying to pull it out. Like, ah, and makes two just wild slashes in the air, completely missing you. Artis, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Um... It's right next to you. Man, I feel like I have so many options. And I just... Hmm. Bad cat, bad cat. <laughs> you know it. It's what I do. Okay. I think instead of doing anything particularly like fancy, I'm just going to take out my dagger 
and just like swipe at him. Okay. Is that weird? Should I like viciously mock him or something? Viciously mock him at the least. <sighs> I guess I should viciously mock him. I guess we've earned that at this point, haven't we? <laughs> okay, so so I'm gonna viciously mock him. Um What do you say? <laughs> I just say it'll teach you to pick up a stray cat. <laughs> okay it's a wisdom saving throw yes god no no he fails uh there's a five on the die go ahead and roll your damage are we 11 12 you tell me darvin what level are you we're 11 at least okay yeah 11 Mm. yes don't ask uh, don't ask veil they're gonna have a different answer i was just trying to figure out how many d4s i roll now was it three yes two fours and a one um Mm. nine damage that definitely psychically hurt and demoralized him but he's not (laughs) dead no 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 i wouldn't expect it the point is that he has disadvantage (laughs) right right anything else arnis nope darvin (laughs) um what do you want to do i guess i'm gonna jump from the shadows and start dabbing a guard (laughs) <laughs> All right, what are you stabbing him with? I think I have to go leg sword. This poor card. Okay. <laughs> I know, I feel so bad for him. He doesn't deserve any of this. That's He's the, a like, cop. It's the weirdest. Well, that's true. He just wanted to pet the cat. It's the weirdest fight in history. <laughs> no, it's one of those, like, we should feel as badass as we are in this fight. Because it's just a regular old guard. <laughs> I guess that's fair. He's just some schmuck. Hmm. All right, Darwin, what do you got? Uh, hang on a second. I'm sorry. I had a... I don't know where it went. I had a paper error, apparently. Hmm. Okay, I found it. Sorry. Okay, no worries. So I'm going to first attack with the leg sword. Ready? Mm-hmm. You'll have Ooh. advantage on this as you come out of stealth. Oh, I'm so glad I have advantage on this. Ugh. It didn't help much. Ooh, no. What'd you get? Well, I rolled a one and a two. Oh. Oof. The two is going to be an 11. That's that's not going to hit, buddy. <sighs> Darwin comes flying out of the darkness with his leg sword and just it clanks off of his chain shirt of this guard. Man. He okay. turns and realizes he's now surrounded. <laughs> You've got more attacks. Yes. Next, next attack. Ready? Mm-hmm. No advantage this time. No advantage. I rolled a bit better this time. I got a 25. A bit, a bit, yeah. <laughs> a bit better? <laughs> Understatement, More than double, man. yeah. Um, that's going to hit. 18 damage? Yes, 18. Darvin, would you like to kill this guard? Yes. For the crime of touching a cat. I'm just kidding. <sighs> um. <laughs> I know, I know. That Poor cat's guard. name is me. Ow. <laughs> Sorry, that no. was dumb. Not me, Ow. Just me. <laughs> so, Darvin, with the second swipe of your leg sword, you cut this guard down, and he collapses in a heap right next to his pal. And you've got a couple of bodies here. Mm, immediately, Ilana goes looking for an unlocked door nearby. I think that's possible. Yeah. You just want to stash these bodies in some house? Yeah, that's the plan. That's what it sounds. <laughs> okay. 
Is anyone helping Iolana, or is it just Iolana? Oh, I'll I'll help. I mean, I'm not strong, but if all of us help, we can. I was gonna say Iolana's not strong either. Help is gonna be uh, appreciated. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. okay. I got you. You all can drag these bodies, toss them in some house, close the door behind you, and, and if anybody's curious, they both had short swords, no shields, uh, some simple chain shirts, maybe a few coins on them. Other than that, it's just like a guard uniform. Yep. Don't need it. It's about the time we'd be able to use the uh, guard uniform as a disguise. They'll have found the bodies. Okay. In which case, we finish making our way through the central district of the Orc Burrows. Coming to the inner district, the passageway in between the central and the inner district is ornately carved. It may have at one point been decorated, but anything of value has either been removed or stolen. But there are still large carvings of orcish runes, uh, symbols of Dorlek. It's painted. You've got the greens, the reds, the blacks. Entering into the inner district, this, as you're all aware, is the district for the elites, the dignitaries, the wealthy, visiting heads of state. Despite being abandoned, everything still looks quite pristine. There's probably been some looting, but to keep up appearances, just in case someone comes by, like some royal official comes by and wants to stay in this district, it still looks nice. You're just making your way towards that, uh, towards that grand passage in the center of the city? Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody roll stealth again. Let's go with Iulana first. 24. Mm-hmm. Aranus. 12. Darvin. 25. And Vale. 25. <sighs> Carolina and Sam continue to move quietly. Aranus, on the other hand, is just a it's just a bucket of noise over here. What sound do you make, Aranus, that draws attention to you? Oh, at this point, like he's been so fucking klutzy, he probably just trips over his own feet and the stumble makes a noise. Okay. There's a noticeable stumble, a couple of heavy footfalls, and again, you hear the sound of guards. They are not calling out any warning shots. They simply turn and you hear the sound of plate mail and weapons being unsheathed. This time I say we go with Vale's plan. Which plan is that? The ball of darkness. The darkness plan. Okay. All right, then. Vale, you casting this darkness just right here next to a building, like right where you guys are at? Yep. Okay. Let me mark the sorcery points I need for So, yeah, I pop this darkness. Okay. And there's this big sphere of darkness that is hiding all of you. 15-foot radius, so it's big. Yeah, it is pretty big. And as the guards come around the corner and they take sight of this magical darkness, uh, Vale, you're the, you can see through the magical darkness, right? Yes, I can. Okay. All right, then. Arnis continues to draw attention to the group, accidentally, but attention nonetheless. And hearing the sound of approaching guards, Vale quickly casts a shroud of darkness around everybody. And as these two guards come around the corner... Vale, you see them, big swords drawn. The first one, in a pointed helmet, sees this darkness, puts his sword away, reaches into a satchel at his side, grabs a small glass container out, just bigger than a baseball, maybe about the size of a grapefruit, chucks it into the darkness, where it hits 
the crash and a burst of fluid, which as it starts to land on you, you can just feel a burning sensation. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.